What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Degenerates, brought to you by Breaking Down the Tape. And uh, shout out to our sponsors over at Flascap. If you guys want a nice cold beverage in a nice cold mug, um, hit up Flascap, get yourself a nice tumbler. And uh, for you adults out there, get yourself a Matic 6 or Matic 9 uh, Flascap cap with uh, what me and Zach like to call the fun button. You press a little fun button, drop yourself a little shot of uh, the goods into your drink and continue on your merry day. Drink responsibly though. I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Zach will be with us shortly. Um, He is just setting himself up, uh, how to get the younglings from school. Uh, But welcome to week 11 of the Degenerates. Um, Couple weeks left guys. Just a couple weeks left. It's coming down to the wire for some people. Um, a couple other people are just now playing um, spoilers. Uh, and then you got a few that are, are in the lead. But over these next few weeks, if for any reason someone has a bad week, consecutively, Shit could happen. Now, um, we're going to hit the weekly reports as Zach is, uh, he'll, he'll get with us when he gets with us. Uh, we'll hit some weekly, weekly reports and by the time that, uh, Zach jumps on with us, uh, we'll be in the, in the matchups. Uh, so this week for week 11, we had... Team B champs as the top dog with 180.74 points, followed by Marcus Rickius Rick, 154.88, followed by myself, 152.30. Uh, so good on you, B champs, starting to hit your stride. Um, I know you're out there in Hawaii ha- ha- having yourself a uh, grand old time. Uh, congratulations. Uh, congratulations as well, um, Melissa, because uh, now that uh, it's it's uh, official, it'll be uh, announced. Uh, Brian has officially proposed to Melissa, and uh, she did say yes. So congratulations to my soon-to-be sister-in-law on her marriage to come and my soon-to-be brother-in-law through marriage, however that works. Uh, But they're out in Hawaii right now. He's stationed out in Hawaii. They went out and visited visited him for the holidays, and uh, it is done. So now I don't have to hide that. So congratulations, guys. Worst team for the week, uh, Frank Fantasy Football Team, 84.30. Tough, tough, tough. Uh, Players of the week. Got a couple of uh, solid players out there. Joe Burrow, 28.70. Tony Pollard, 36.90. Devontae Adams, 33.10. Travis Kelsey, 35.5. Uh, Bass, 23. And the Commander's defense, 19. I just want to point out that when I had picked up the Commander's defense, because I'm just telling you right now, one, two, three of the players of the week were on my on my squad. Uh, And when I picked up the commander's defense, people laughed and said, and questioned, and, and I I mean, I hate to say I told you so, but I get the last laugh, I guess. Uh, Some bench warmers of the week, uh, Derek Carr, even though he had a solid 20.2 weight, um, I guess Nate had some, I, I can't wait to look at Nate's starting quarterback there. But I guess Nate had someone better than Derek Carr. Solid 20.28. Uh, B-Champs leaving Jamal Williams, which was surprisingly on the bench for 24.4. Uh, Palmer for Khaleesi, 30.6. Higby, 8.5. Butker, 14. And then 49ers defense with 12. Some of the league awards going out, most efficient manager, we had uh, Marcus Rickius Rick, 154.88 points uh, out of his max 
points. So good on him. Lisa Fisher manager uh, was Mike blacklisted 121.92 was projected as a a really good 171.22. So he greatly underperformed there. Usually 121 every now and then can squeak you out a win or obviously if someone just has a really bad week, it'll, it'll look like a blowout, but you know, 121 is not bad, but when you're projected 171, looks worse. Uh, highest points in a loss, you have, again, Khaleesi versus Marcus Rickius Rick. Uh, 121.92 versus 154.88. Lowest points in a win, you had the brothers, Nate beating Nick, 105.20 to 91.86. So uh, Big Brother did win this battle this time. Biggest blowout, uh, B-Champs, 180.74. We already said he had the uh, uh, best team for the week versus Frank, who had the worst team. Just sucks that you had to play each other, 84.30. Narrow is victory. Uh, Very, very close matchup. I also believe we said this was um, potential game of the week, if if I'm not wrong. Um, Papa Smurf, 127.56 over Baby Got Dak. X going to give it to you. Uh, 119.24. This came down to the wire. We were watching this one. Um, it literally came down to like the fourth quarter in a couple, in like one or two of the matches. Um, it just sucks that, uh, Papa Smurf, uh, pulled that one out. I know in their matchup when we get to it, I believe they both had one or two people from one of the games that they were on opposite teams and stuff like that. So it was, it was like that close, uh, overachievers B champs. Obviously he was projected only one eighteen point eight eight, and he came out and dropped 180 points. So that was a great overachievement there. Underachievers. Again, they give it to Frank. He was rejected 116.76, only drops 84.3. I mean, it happens to people. Um, surprisingly, BGMs drops 180.74 points out of his potential 191. Um, but Marcus was the one that maxed out uh, and actually hit 100%, 154.8 out of his 154.8. Uh, then you have other guys like myself, uh, Papa Smurf and Drunken Monkey all in the high um, high to mid 90s so there was uh, good scoring going across the board and on to the uh, weekly matchups on, oh hey look right on time perfect time and Zach is home he is ready to go what up bitches tried to, oh. to keep me away for two weeks but now that I'm back winning I'm back here to talk shit you know, I lose, I disappear, I win, I come back. That's how it works around these parts. Yes, yes, it was perfect timing. I just went through the weekly reports good shit, um, good shit. of the uh, best teams. Just a quick little small recap. B-Champs did take the top dog this week. I was third, Ooh. Marcus was second. Um, uh, went through the nice little matchups here. And uh, now we're going to hit these these very crucial matchups for week 11. I was almost... A hundred percent right, and what I, who I thought was going to win. Um, this this is this is a big week. So we only got a, like I said, we only have a few weeks left, Zach. Mm-hmm. And obviously, since I wasn't here last week, I picked all of the winners properly uh, because you can't prove that I didn't. So we're just gonna go with that and <laughs> ride with it. So going on to the first matchup of Week Eleven, we have Frank, the fantasy football team, versus Team B champs. Um, this was projected a very close matchup within two points, um, but ended up on a very lopsided scale. B champs, like we've already said, was a team leader in points this week, while Frank was on the opposite side as the worst team this week. Um, just sucked that they had to play each other, and and he got a, a thropping of almost 100 points. You know, it's about time somebody else is the victim of breakout games. Um, you know, because as we go through, or when we go through the, the the players here, you'll you'll see exactly why Frank 
stood no fucking shot in hell at all. Even if his team produced, he had no shot on God's green earth. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll take over Team B champs right here. He is now seven and four going into week twelve on a two game winning streak. Um, he drops a one eighty point seven four bomb. Uh, Daniel Jones comes through with a solid twenty six point six four points. He throws for over three hundred yards. He did throw two intos. So you take away those two intos, and this guy's probably eclipsing, you know, 30 points. Uh, Tony Pollard, again, Zach's always a, a firm believer of the Tony Pollard crew, uh, 36.9 points. Mm. Uh, Best running back in Dallas, baby. Najee Harris also having another breakout game, uh, 27.6 points. He did get two touchdowns, only 90. I'm not even going to say not only 90 rushing yards, but he got 90 rushing yards on 20 carries two touchdowns. Uh, Amari Cooper, another great game, two touchdowns for himself, eclipsing 100 yards, uh, 31.3. And then he had some plug-in plays here that just panned out to get positive points. Collins from uh, Houston, 9.8 points. Uh, The backup tight end, now that Waller is out for the Raiders, Moreau, 4.3. Aaron Jones gives him a fucking respectable 14 points. Like, you know, that's that's respectable. Mm-hmm. You can see we've seen Aaron Jones go off for 30 plus and shit like that, but that's respectable. Um Stevenson, another respectable game, 14.2. Uh yeah, Gano- Stevenson is pretty pretty you, you could expect in the 14 pretty consistently out of him range. Yeah, he's he's, he's also play. heavily into the pass game as well. Mm-hmm. He's a good, I he's mean, a good he solid flex. 15, I mean, this game alone was 15 carries, 26 yards, six for six when it came to the pass game, though, for 56 yards. Yeah, so, no, PPR, that, that's six points right there for, for the catches. Exactly. If not a straight rushing game, he's, <laughs> he's you know, putting a subpar game, but he's yeah. heavily involved in that offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel did go negative two, but does it really matter? Uh, Cowboys defense gave him 18. Where he did fuck up, though, and he could have made it embarrassing, was he left Jamal Williams on the bench, um, and he dropped 24.4 points. Kind of hard where you fit him in, but I'm guessing, you know, Aaron Jones or Stevenson, you bench him and you add the extra 10 points, so he's almost eclipsing. He's getting 190 instead of 180. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of hard to, like, critique B-Champs, right, on the one player that he didn't plug in perfectly. Um, And it's, you know, I'll get into Frank's team here in a second, but the Cowboys' defense individually outscored every individual player on Frank's team. You know you're in for a bad fucking ride when the opposing defense can outscore any singular player on your team. Um, Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins just died against this Dallas defense. Uh, this is on, by the way, Frank's team, uh, 2.2 points. Oh my God. Uh, Jonathan Taylor actually playing some decent football, 16.4 points, but the fumble hurt, uh, Kenyon Drake only 7.3. Um, I know we've said it before. I'll say it again. Stay the fuck away from Baltimore running backs. Um, and like as a team, yes, as a regular normal football team, yeah, they're good running backs, but like fantasy wise, there's just it's too up in the air. Um, Jacoby Myers wasn't really a great play against the Jets defense, uh, 9.2 points. Uh, Jahan, uh, I almost called him Jahan Dotson. Uh, Justin Watson out of KC, uh, wide receiver, 9.7. Again, you got to stay away from these KC receivers. Uh, Mark Andrews doing Mark Andrews things at 12 points. Um, James Robinson, one point in that abysmal Jets game. Um, yeah, not even not even going there. Listen to the regular episode. Um, Matt Collins, 11.2 points. Decent game out of him, a little bit above average. Um, my favorite NFL kicker in the world, Dicker the kicker with 10 solid points. Um, and then the defense, Bill's defense. Yeah, the big kick. I mean, the big kick. yeah they, it's a big dick kick, man. Uh, putting up 10 points. He almost outscored the rest of his team as well. Um, there really wasn't much uh, Frank could do. Yeah, okay, Russell Wilson over Kirk Cousins, but that gets you only eight points. And then that's and, – and fucking, what, Greg Dulcich over James Robinson, that gets you six points. But even still, there's just uh, – Yeah, 
injury injury and bye kind of stopped him because obviously Tyreek Hill is a huge part of his offense for Frank. That's that's a given mm-hmm. twenty to forty points any given day. Um, and Juju taking the concussion apparently supposed to be back for this upcoming week. Um, Juju, you know he he's been he was breaking out as well. That was a given fifteen to twenty points over the oh, last yeah. week as well. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it just—it's one of those things, right? It's just uh, th- that's the that's the thing with fantasy football is you can set it up the best that you can, but then late in, late in the season really tests your metal, right? You know, fucking working the waiver wire and injuries and buys, and it's it gets tough this time of the year. So Frank's on a five game losing streak. He's three and eight again. Beach champs two game winning streak seven and four. Good win on you, Beach champs. And once again, Zach, you were not here. So I was right. I'll, I'll say it again. <laughs> Congratulations to B Champs. He is in Hawaii. Melissa and the family just got over there to set, spend Thanksgiving with him. And he popped the question. Oh, she shit. Did no. She did say no, but, you know, <laughs> it's good to point out. Damn. Nah, nah, Congratulations. nah. Congratulations. Nice Collusion at its finest. Collusion at its finest. Congratulations, guys. That's awesome. You get the win. You get the other. You think it's a win now. Just wait 10 years. Um, you know, congratulations, guys. That's awesome. Uh, next up, we have another great matchup. Um, blacklisted versus Captain Cook, Marcus, Rickius, Rick, and Mike Khaleesi over here. Uh, Mike Khaleesi, six and five. Uh, Marcus, uh, six and five. Now, uh, Marcus on a two-game winning streak. Mike Khaleesi on a one-game losing streak. Marcus did take this game 154.88 to 121.92. It was very closely projected within three points in favor of Blacklisted when the matchup was starting. But then again, like I said, Marcus did end up taking it on slightly of a landslide, 154.88 to 121.92. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I guess I'll start off with with Blacklisted being the loser here. Um, He's got Justin Fields, who's been having some great games, but, you know, separated shoulder in the middle of the game kind of fucks up your production, but he still puts up 23.62 points. Nick Chubb just couldn't do shit against Buffalo, man. That was a bad matchup, 9.7. Alvin Kamara is just not playing football well this year. Uh, 12.9 points. D-Hop with 18.10. You're pretty standard. Mike Williams got hurt in this game after one catch, so the 2.5 points murders you. Um, Friar Pat, 15.9. Great game. Damian Pierce has been having a bunch of great games, and you expected him against a softer Washington defense. Eventually, it was going to happen. Yeah, I just didn't expect it against this defense. You know, 10 carries for 8 yards. Woof. Woof. Um... Adam Thielen, again, against Dallas's defense, 4.5. Uh, Daniel Carlson putting up some of the best points on his team with 13. And then Ravens defense being monsters at 18. Uh, the best he could have done is sub out Josh Palmer for Mike Williams pregame. But, I mean, who does that, right? Mike Williams is going up against KC, and which is bound to be an absolute gun show, and it was. I mean, I mean it was a gun show. Keenan Allen and Mike Williams were both projected to start but in my back of my mind, because look, I we haven't even got to my matchup. I've had Keenan Allen, drafted him. He's been on my bench. He's been out all season. He played one game or, or mm-hmm. two games all season. Uh, second game he played, he only played like fucking three snaps before he was out. Um, I even had caution in playing Keenan Allen. And I'm like, Josh Palmer, if you have Josh Palmer – if you're playing both these guys after injury, one of them's going to get hurt. Now you're rolling the dice on who. But if you have Mike Williams and Josh Palmer, like if I had Keenan Allen and Josh Palmer, I'm probably going to start Josh Palmer over Keenan Allen. I, so I, I get for it. Game, for this game, I want to see what production he was going to show, which Keenan Allen will get there, gave solid production. But, you know, for this game, I would have sat and been like, no, let me take the risk because maybe they're going to give him, you know, limited snaps. Right. And I mean, in the end, it would not have given him enough points. He still would have taken the L. It would have been by a very narrow margin. I mean, he but it would have took, only given him. He could have took Williams points. out and put Palmer and put Elliott in for Damian Pierce. Oh yeah, that's true. That would have given him the win. Good call. 
I didn't even see Ezekiel Elliott down and there. And then he has Campbell. You put Campbell in over Thielen. True. True. Not true that. Yeah, he did have the win on his bench. I didn't even notice that. I didn't even see fucking Elliott there hiding there at the top but of the bench. Then again, like you said, you say these names. Like, I'm sorry. I'm not putting Mike Williams on the bench for Campbell. Right. Um, and and Josh Palmer, I see your argument. But at the same time, like, Mike Williams has been the dude since Keenan Allen's gone down. I know he's still fighting injury. I would have handcuffed but... it. Honestly, I would have handcuffed it and and put Williams and uh, Palmer in. Probably sat Thielen. He still would have lost, but like I would have gave myself that chance at least. Right. No, I get it. Then it would have been the decision of Elliot over Damian Pierce, who you're not expecting to just like have a bunker. Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly. So that was a close one. This was a close matchup as well because um, Mark is six and five. Blacklist is six and five. You know, there's a bunch of us six and fives. We're all battling for a playoff spot. And this is an app where I just realized where, you know, other apps you can kind of determine it'll be by points forced or head to head or whatever. As great as Sleeper app is and has been all season, the one thing I found that I do dislike about it is that you can't determine if head-to-heads take precedent uh, over points forced. Right. Then playoffs are completely different. Like, yeah, I haven't, I haven't even taken a look at that. It's, it's all based on points forced because um, I've been keeping track myself. Um, I have the head-to-head over Marcus, blacklisted, and QA but all three of them as of right now are in the playoffs over me because of point force. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, one of us needs to make the playoffs. We can't have our own podcast league and nobody make the playoffs. And, and it's not, you know, that's the only thing I have a downfall on because even Melissa had brought it up one time. It should right. be head to heads that take president over points force. Right. Right. I, um, I can see both arguments to be hundred percent honest with you. I like points force when it's, you know, if it's two teams that haven't played each other, but you right. have the same record. But if right. I played you and I beat you and you scored more points, but you get a higher ranking than me, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. I kind of like whatever favors me better, to be 100% honest. <laughs> so, whatever that winds up shuffling out to is, is that's what I support. But it is a good matchup. I thought Marcus was going to win this matchup. I picked Marcus to win this matchup because it – would bump uh, blacklisted down a notch to give us all. Like I said, it's rattling up the playoff bracket right now. Uh, next up, we have the brothers duel. That was another fucking. Ba- like, I felt like almost all these games was games of the week type status. Um, mm-hmm. They were almost every matchup predict prediction um, before the start of the matchups were within. Um, I want to say six points. Yeah, they were close this week to start. Um, and most of them within three points. Uh, Nazi Nate and Greendale Human Being, once again, another close one. Uh, Nazi Nate was projected to lose 100.4 to 101.19. And it flip-flopped on this one. Big Brother beats Little Brother 105.20 to 91.86. Um, and that was a huge loss for Nick. Nick was five and five going into that matchup. He needed it to stay in contention and start, you know, making his push. Nazi Nate's a little bit more out of the realm being four and seven, but right now he's playing, you know, spoiler. There's nothing wrong with that role. Uh going I'm I'm I want I'm gonna take I'm gonna take uh uh Nick's Nick's lineup. I want you to take the winners in Nazi Nate because it's interesting. Yeah. It's very interesting. But I'm going to take Knicks, Greendale Human Ping. He took 91.86 points here. Lamar Jackson, uh, very subpar game. You know, Lamar obviously also uh, heavily relies on him being able to rush the ball and get touchdowns with his legs. Mm-hmm. Um, 16.46 points. Uh, he did throw an into, no touchdowns. He rushed the ball for 11 carries, 31 yards, and one touchdown on his legs. But – Usually you're expecting 80 to 90 yards off of his legs. Yeah, for sure. Melvin Gordon, 12 points. Um, shortly after this game, he uh, 
uh, kicked him off his team because he's no longer on a team. Yeah. So he gave him his last hoorah 12 points before waving Melvin Gordon because now Melvin Gordon doesn't have a team. Uh, A.J. Dillon, 3.3. He's been so out of the green. Like, he's been – we've seen what A.J. Dillon can do for the Packers, but that team is just – God. A dumpster fire. Damn. Uh, Drake London, 7.2. Atlanta so hit or miss. Drake London so hit or miss. We know mm-hmm. the talent Drake London has. Um, Mariota's not going to help his talent show. No, not one bit. Not so, at all. Um, hopefully they can figure out that because I don't think they're going to get rid of Drake London. They're going to figure out the quarterback situation after the season. Um, I don't see Mariota. I think that's like a last resort thing. They go and they sign him again for like a one-year thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, Ty, uh, Higgins, Tyler Higgins, 23.8 points. He, um, fantastic game. The only thing he needed was a touchdown to really boom his shit. Yeah. Uh, Robert Tunyon, 3.9 points. Another guy he done kicked off the roster right after this game. Uh, you pretty much stay away from anyone in Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, Skoronek. Scrotum. Scrotic. Ben Scronic. Ben Scrotum. Scrotum works. That's fair. <laughs> ben Scronic, uh, 1.4 points. Also off the roster now. That was a one-time uh fling that he thought he was going to have like a breakout game because the Rams have no receivers at this point right now. Uh, McMahon is 13 points. Packers defense five. Um, On his bench, you had Damian Harris for 11.3, but he's hurting. Like Malcolm Brown on his IR, Cooper Cup on his IR. Waddle was on a bye. Um, Blacklisted, he has some holes. He has some holes to fill. I mean, uh, Greendale Human Being. Greendale Human Being got some holes to fill. Yeah, man. Like Cooper Cup being on IR is, is tough. Marquise Brown on IR. Those are those are those are tough. Um, on the flip side, Nate Nate starts Kyler Murray, um, and apparently didn't get the memo before the game that Murray wasn't playing. Uh, so Murray put up a zero spot, but Nate still gets the win. So kind of hard to critique there. Um, Swift getting him, you know, an average like twelve point two points. Joe Mixon gets hurt in this game, only gives you nine, 9.2. Um, Terry McLaurin, 9.6. He's been so, you know, kind of like you were mentioning before with Drake London. He's got the talent, but the quarterback play being so fluctuating is just killing his production. Um, Garrett Wilson, 3.2. Another Don't one. Don't talk about it. <laughs> uh, Josh Johnson, uh, 13.7. Pretty decent. Uh, Christian Watson, 21.10. Uh, we're starting to kind of see, despite how bad that Green Bay offense is, we're starting to see Christian Watson become the guy that the Packers need him to be. Same thing with Chris Olave, 21.2. Terrible quarterback play, but he's out there balling out. Uh, Matt Gay, 10 points, Bears defense, 5. Um, obviously, the big switch that he should have made was Derek Carr was sitting on his bench, gave him 20.28 points. I mean, now look, I know who win. had Derek Carr. I, uh, sorry to interrupt, but I had uh, I went through the uh, weekly reports, and I'm like, bench warmers of the week, who had Carr giving the respectable 20.28 points and had him on the bench? I'm like, I want to know who was the starting quarterback. Yeah. And now I know. Yeah, I mean, look, and if Kyler Murray was playing that game, yeah, I'm taking Kyler Murray over Derek Carr 100% of the time. Uh, but that's why you got to pay attention to your breaking news. But, I mean, look, I, it didn't really affect Nate. He gets the win. Yeah, you can't really complain. WW is a W. Amen. And Big Brother needed this W over Little Brother because if I'm correct, last season Little Brother trumped Big Brother. I believe so. Uh, so good win, Nazi Nate. Uh, going on to the next one, big, big, big matchup, clash of the top two dogs in the fucking uh, league. We had the Drunken Monkey, Widowed Miz, making death jizz, who was 7-3 and three at the time going in. And Melissa, Debo, MJ Goat, don't hurt me. 8-2 um, and two going in at the time. Uh, Monkey getting the victory on a three-game winning streak. Uh, Melissa getting the loss, one game losing streak. They are both now three and three. Monkey, obviously, if it was head to head, would have the head to head anyway. Um, but when you look at points forced as well, he is slightly above Melissa 
in mm-hmm. that category as well. Uh, 124.46 to 115.40. Uh. This one was another very, very, very close matchup. It was coming down to the wire to like the last matchup of the fucking week to that Monday night. It was um, huge. Uh, Melissa over here trying to give her best efforts. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 24.20 points. Um, could have expected a little bit more out of Jalen Hurts playing against Indy. Indy threw up a very good matchup against Philly. Um, you thought Philly was going to go out there and just put on a show, and it wasn't like that. So, I mean, he still got a respectable 24.2. Mm-hmm. Christian McCaffrey, 17.6. Deontay Foreman finally got one of his thumpers as well, 2.4. Um AJ Brown, another like again, another, another not AJ Brown type like a performance, nine points. The Lizard King, ten point seven. TJ Hawkinson, eight point four. Pacheco, ten point seven. Debo got twenty two point four, which was respectable. Nick Folk, uh, two points. And Eagles defense, eight points. And on her bench was the victory, even though she did not have the production she uh, would have gotten and and has shown to produce in previous weeks, but left the win on the bench. Uh, Deontay Johnson, 6.2. Najoku, 3.7. But the key one was her kicker. Butker was on the bench, and she had plugged in Folk for two points, but Bucker gave her 14. She plugs in Bucker. That's the victory. She's got the dub by three. Yeah, yeah, and it's tough. I mean, Butker's been battling injury here lately, so it's tough to 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 bet on him. You know, and then on the flip side, you know, um, Monkey's really, you know, it comes down to Mahomes and Kelsey. Mahomes getting 25.46. Then you get Singletary, decent game, 17.7. Uh, Brian Bullets Robinson at 5.7. Jay Jettis shit in the bed at 6.3. Gabe Davis at 11.8. And then, like I alluded to before, Travis Kelsey, 35.5. I mean, and it came down to that last touchdown. He didn't catch that last touchdown in that Chargers game to win the game. Then Melissa wins, but he did. He did. And Justin Jefferson shitting the bed. He, you know, Monkey's team is pretty much based on Patrick Mahomes, Justin Jefferson, and Travis Kelsey. If Period. all the other guys end up having those games where they produce Singletary 17 points, and we've seen Singletary in fantasy career, he's not giving you 17, 15, 17 points consistently. Nah. Um, but over the last few weeks, he has shown up for them, and yep. he's given him the points. Um, yep. Gabe Davis, another one where it's hit or miss if he becomes that blowout guy over Stefan Diggs in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, Sutton, uh, Sutton would in previous years would be wow blowing up a good third receiver on your lineup, but you got Russell Wilson, and then that team's an implosion of itself. Yeah, I mean, Fournette, Fournette's getting older, and that Tampa Bay team, you know, Fournette's another one. Jeff Wilson, I think Jeff Wilson was a good pickup. I think Jeff Wilson's gonna play great with Miami. Yeah, um, they were on a bye this week. And Gallup. Gallup's another hit or miss. No, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, you know, it's it's really comes down to 35 points and, and almost 30 points by Mahomes. It's it's a big, you know, if, well, that's a good, but that's advice. A, if you can stack Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes, stack Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. That, exactly. That is a three-headed monster. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Justin Jefferson. Like, mm-hmm. that is a fuck. That's right there can easily be 120 points. Easily. Easily. So, uh, and la- uh, the next matchup, <laughs> next matchup, was Papa Smurf versus Baby Got Deck. Uh Papa Smurf is now four and seven. Baby Got Deck three and eight. Papa Smurf on a one game winning streak. Baby Got Deck four game losing streak. Papa Smurf beaten Christy 127.56 to 119.24. Another close game that came down to the wire. Um I believe we put this one game of the week. I wasn't here last week, so I'm not sure. I'm. I can't remember. I can't remember if I put this one game of the week. It was either this one or the Melissa 
uh, monkey one, but I think it was this one because it interested me. Um, good matchup. Like I said, came down to the wire. Christy, uh, like I said, took this L, 119.24 points. Baby got Dak with her starting quarterback, Dak Prescott, 20.64 points. Austin Eckler, 18 points. Respectable, but you expect more. James Conner, 13.4. Devonta Smith, 13.8. George Pickens, 18.3. Good game from him. Knox, 14 points. Henderson, uh, was he on a bye that week? He was, yeah. He was on a bye that week. I didn't know that she played him. I don't think she had anyone else that she could have played. No, because she had uh, Eno Benjamin, who didn't even get any points. He wasn't playing that week. And and Mike Evans, who was on a bye, and that was it. Yup. Henderson was on a bye. Schultz, 5.2. Elliott, 5 points. Jets defense, 10. And she had a 49ers defense for 12, but two points wasn't going to help you. Sorry, babe. Yeah, and I mean, look, I had a – I love, by the way, Sleeper App hates me. After the week is done, it always puts like 100% for whoever the winner is. It only has me at a 50%, 57% chance of victory. I won. God damn it. It's not 57%. I won. <laughs> it's official, okay? Leave me alone. <laughs> um, I see that. I see like, that. Like, what the fuck? Um, anyway, uh, Justin Herbert gives me 20.7 points. At this point, it's too late in the season. There's really no other better options for me to go get. I just have to live by the sword or die by the sword at this point. Uh, Derrick Henry, great trade, 25.36. Michael Carter, 2.7. Stephon Diggs, underproducing, 14.8. Amon Ross St. Brown, giving me 15 flat. Uh, Cole Komet, giving me 6.5. Michael Pittman, 13.5. Brennan Ayuk, another person in that trade, 16. Uh, Young Hoku with 12, and then the Bengals defense. I figured Bengals against Pittsburgh's fucking terrible offense would be better than one point, but it is what it is. Um, I had Matt Stafford on IR who could have gotten. Was the trade really bad when I have the better record? What is the trade? Was the trade really bad when I still have the better record? Well, I was shitting the bed long before the trade happened. Bro, I started 0 and 3, and then I think I went 3 and 3. Yeah. And then we made the trade. I mean, I've been winning more games than not lately. So I'm on a one game winning streak, sir. That's better than a zero game. That's better than a four game losing streak, Christy. Okay. Wow. 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 <laughs> but look, two players overproducing versus one player overproducing. I'll take it. And look, it could help you too. I'm not saying I won the trade. I'm just saying they overproduced for me. So I needed it. Because yeah, I didn't have, have Traylon Burks on the, on the bench. He's had two decent games on the bench for you now. Yeah, he um, might uh, he might have won a winning spot or a starting spot for me. Well, actually, won one decent game. He might have won a starting spot. We'll see. We'll have to see what next week holds. And then, last but not least, it's uh, my matchup versus Chew Way, the team Slingdinger, I'm a burrow you in the ground. Um, this one was supposedly supposed to be a wash. Chew Way was supposed to beat me one thirty point one three to one eighteen point six four. Um. I rolled the dice. I took this W, 152.3 to 105.38. I'm just, like I said, a lot of matchups this week are determining playoffs, and I really, really, really need, especially losing to Melissa last week, um, really needed this win to continue my push for a playoff. Um, And when we get to... this upcoming week it'll even prove more why of some of these wins were crucial for some of these guys marcus's win um uh uh, monkeys win how many teams make the playoffs six six okay out of the 12 of us oh you're right you're right there at the end you're right there barely that's what i said i was like i don't like the head that they don't put head to head that takes president over points for us because I got head-to-head on three people in the playoffs, and I'm right. just outside of the playoffs. Right. But I've beaten all three of those people. Right, right. No, I get it. You just get me on points forced. So right. technically, I should be in, in, and one of them should be out. Right, right, right. But it's all right. I still got a couple games this season. I got a couple Ws to pick up, and, and I'm going I'm to get a playoff spot. No yeah. excuses. No excuses. We'll, 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 we'll see. 
We'll see. <laughs> um, I'm six and five, one game winning streak. QA six and five, two game losing streak. Uh, I had Joe Burrow twenty eight point seven points. Uh, get, he's been solid right around like that twenty eight range for me yeah. all season. Uh, Miles Sanders, I need him to start producing more. Five point eight. Elijah Mitchell, five point nine. I think he's going to get me roughly around ten points once he starts to heat up. Um, ten, ten, and be heavily relied on touchdowns. Oh yeah, to really blow out for me. Um, but I need someone that's better than trying to put Chubba Hubbard or or Burkhead or something like I was trying to squeak out wins earlier in the season. No, nah, I get it. Um, Devontae Adams, solid from the trade, thirty three point one. See, good trade. Um, Everyone wins. Keenan Allen, twelve point four in his comeback, five catches for ninety four yards. Did have a fumble, but I'm excited to have him back. Tyler Conklin, 3.5. Curtis Samuel, 9.8. Touchdown kind of saved me there. He's really touchdown uh, reliant. Very much so. He has very good – like, if you look at the game logs, he has a lot of breakout games. Um, it's just depending in the matchup. And yeah, so I've, been, I've been rolling with him. That quarterback play is just – I mean, look, he had more carries than he had receptions. You know what I mean? Like, that quarterback play is just – like you said, he's very touchdown reliant. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, 17.1, a great breakout game for him here. Um, he's been consistently around 10 to 12 to 13 points for me. Um, great to see 17 right here. Sean Watson comes back week 13. If I can make a small playoff push, he starts giving me 20 to 25, 30 points, you know, get a touchdown here or there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, McPherson, 17 points. He actually feel like kicking today, get, hit all his extra points and field goals. Um, and commander's defense that people laughed about me picking up. Two in toes, 10 points allowed, five sacks, and a touchdown, 19 points there. I did have Jarvis Landry on the bench, 12.3. Everybody else was kind of subpar. I had Vance Jefferson in, plugged in to start, and I subbed him out late, and I'm kind of glad about that. Yeah, I, I mean, outside of Jarvis Landry, he made all the right moves. Um, and the commander's defense, man, I know Houston is soft, but I didn't expect them to play like that. Two interceptions, 10 points allowed, five sacks, one touchdown. I mean, great game out of them. Great game. Um, on the flip side, you've got uh, QA with Josh Allen, who shit the bed at 12 and a half points. Uh, Josh Jacobs, good game at 19. Uh, Gibson, 13.3. CD Lamb dying. Um, even though it was a blowout win over Minnesota, he only had nine and a half points. Uh, Darius Slayton, 13.6. Kyle Pitts, 7.3. Now he's on the IR. Uh, Tyler Boyd, 6.2. Terrible game. Cordero Patterson, 11.9. He is so, you know, I love Cordero Patterson. I do, but fantasy-wise, he is he's either returning kickoffs for 100 yards or he's barely doing anything. Uh, it's just kind of so fluctuating this season. Justin Tucker with seven points. Saints with five. And then he had fuck all on the bench. Um, he really had nothing on the bench. Injuries and bye weeks are killing him. Mm-hmm. Killing him. I know he gets Jamar Chase back for week 12, so that'll boost his lineup a little bit. But he's now, see, he's I've been seeing, the- as far as Jamar Chase goes, I've been seeing so many. One second, I'm saying, oh, it looks likely he says, Burrow says, and it looks likely he's back for week 12. And now I'm seeing other reports literally 10 minutes later that are saying, nope, he's inactive for week 12. He's not going to be playing, blah, blah. So who knows? I, I mean, he needs him back for week 12. Now it's time to make a playoff push. He needs him, but I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. So the standings right now, you've got the gridiron um, division, Widow making death judge, Monkey, eight and three, Captain Cook, six and five. I'm six and five. Nazi Nate, Frank, fantasy football team, and Christy. Uh, four and seven and three and eight respectively for the last two teams there. Um, like I said, I points forced Marcus has me on, but I did beat him in the head to head. So you can argue that, um, but I am playing monkey in this upcoming week. So that'll be huge in the death Valley uh, division. You got Debo. Don't hurt me. Eight and three B champ seven and four. Two six and five teams with QA and blacklisted, five and six Nick and four and seven with you at Pop Smurf. Um, I just want to say that I would be in fourth place if I was in your division, 
That's all I'm saying. So and what's right crazy behind. is uh, if you get a win this week and you and uh, Nick loses, you'll bump ahead of him. Same record, but you got points forced on him. Yeah, and even even with you know a four and seven record. A couple of weeks go my way. A couple of weeks don't go other people's ways. I'm not completely out of this. I'm not like I said. If I was in your division, I'd be nipping at your heels. Playoff standings right now. You got Monkey with one round by Melissa with the other round by. Um, then you got QA versus Blacklisted and Marcus versus B Champs. Um, and that's why I'm talking about if Head to Head took precedent over Points Forced, I would technically be uh if i'm right i would be in the bracket with uh to play monkey in the second round it would be me and probably me and khaleesi and sling dinker versus uh marcus but i'll get my w's well, you, you got to. I mean, including this week, we've only got three weeks left. Week 15 starts the playoffs. We're in week 12 now with Thanksgiving having started. And, uh, you know, there's three weeks of regular season play. People got to make pushes, man. Let's go. Let's get into week 12 right here. I'm going to shoot it off right off the top right here with my matchup with Monkey. Monkey is leading the division. I'm right behind him by two games. This is going to be a huge game if I can get this W. Um, he is projected to win right now 134.29 to 124.52. Um, the matchups have started since Thanksgiving did pass already. Um, he does have 46 points um, on the board. Single Terry giving him 9. Justin Jefferson giving him 29.34. Gabe Davis 7.8. Um, he does have Leonard Fournette uh, out and uh, still plugged in, so maybe – he plugs in Robinson, um, Higby, or White. Who knows? Maybe he leaves Fournette in, and I'll take it. <laughs> right? Um, Just say best I, case scenario, who leaves Fournette in? Seriously, um, I don't. Ha- I I didn't have anyone play yet, uh, but my lineup is set. I'm obviously gonna take myself for this victory, um, and it's crazy because I also play Monkey in his league this week. Oh shit. Um, that also will shake up the standings. Um so this this is this is big weeks right here, but I'm taking myself. Yeah, I got you. I got you in this. I got faith in you. I uh I like the comeback. I like the comeback kid. I like the underdog. Uh, you know, now that that uh Mike White is starting for the Jets, obviously Michael Carter breakout game. Um, you know, so so I like it. I got you in this matchup. Uh, next up, we got the Frank Fantasy Football Team versus Nazzy Nate. Uh, Frank's on a five-game skid right now. He is projected to win 134.56 to 110.53 over Nazzy Nate, who is uh, on a one-game winning streak. Nazzy Nate being 4-7, and seven, Frank being 3-8. and eight. Frank needs a W badly. Uh, Frank does have 18.2 points already on the board. Nazi Nate has 13.3 points on the board. Uh, Swift had played for Nazi Nate 10.3 points, and his kicker Mar gave him three points. While on Frank's side, uh, Bill's defense gave him nine, and Myers gave him 9.2. Yeah, and, and right now he's got Kirk Cousins on the bench at 22 points, you know, for Frank. And I don't blame him for not playing Cousins because it was prime time. Cousins sucks in prime time. So now, you know, he's got his eggs in the basket for Marcus Mariota. Um, you know, he got to hope that Mariota gives him more than 22 points against the Washington defense that just had 19 points. Uh, so it, that's going to that. I think that might be the key, key moment for Frank, whether whether he made that mistake or not. And uh, I'm not going to lie. I can't say I blame him because Kirk Cousins is generally trash. I get it when it comes to primetime Kirk Cousins and stuff, but still, like, I still would try to take my chances on Kirk Cousins over Mariota. Kirk Cousins against New England in primetime? None of those things are good. <laughs> None, I, I mean, mean no, I knew you about Washington's defense, but Kirk Cousins primetime New England, no. <laughs> like, never. That is true, though. But, but anyway, who we, um, oh, in this, let's see, who do I want in this? Um, 
Give me, all right, give me Frank because I want, no offense, Nate, but I want you to have a worse record than me. So give me Frank. I'm going to take Frank because I like his lineup better. If Juju Smith is 100%, Mark Andrews 100%, Tyreek Hill, you know, Jonathan Taylor still got to play. I like that. Okay. I mean, no, I that's probably a better logic than mine, but... <laughs> Next up, we got Blacklisted, 6-5, and five, one game losing streak, versus Papa Smurf, one game winning streak, 4-7. and seven. Blacklisted is projected to lose this matchup as of right now, 138.14 to 152.56 to, to Papa Smurf. Papa Smurf does have 49.6 points already on the board, so he is ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah, in a big in a big way because I've, it's only two players. I've had Stefan Diggs who put out an average game, but I had Monroe St. Brown go off for me at twenty seven point nine. So I'm I'm already you know starting starting off pretty nicely. Hopefully we can continue. Uh, Blacklisted did fuck up. He left twenty one point one points of Adam 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 Thielen on the bench, but I'm not gonna say a huge fuck up because we don't know exactly what his team is going to do or produce just yet. That's now, fair. when everything is said and done after Sunday and Monday night, and we go through the lineups again, and we see who flawed out, then we can say that. But who knows? Maybe everybody else shows up and makes Adam Thielen's 21.1 look like dog shit. Uh, he also left, left Elliott 16.5 on the bench. Yeah, I, I mean, when look, when you have Nick Chubb and Alvin Kamara as your top two running backs, I don't necessarily disagree with that move. Um, and again, I don't necessarily agree with or disagree with uh, keeping Adam Thielen on the bench because Kirk Cousins, primetime New England. No, I don't think anybody saw a, a 21.10 point game out of Thielen. Um, but it, like you said, you know, when it comes down to it, you've got D-Hop, Chris Godwin, Damian Pierce and Josh Palmer, who all in order to, to make Khaleesi right need to score over 21 points just like we went over Khaleesi's team last week now I question his team this week because I said you know he didn't take the risk on Palmer last week who dropped 30 something points from him but now you got Keenan Allen who's fully healthy back Josh Palmer still a good plug-in because Mike Williams is going to be out but you don't take the chance on Adam Thielen or Elliot who or Elliot especially who already dropped like 16 points last week for you so you know he was going to come back healthy. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, mean, look, I kind of... a chance on Miami defense letting Pierce run the ball, which is going to be – that's going to be a difficult matchup. Yeah. Um, and then you're expecting Keenan Allen to be, what, unlimited reps again where Palmer gets more. I'm telling you right now, Keenan Allen, that he's going off this week. And even and the way I look at it is even best case scenario, Keenan Allen doesn't go off, and it is the Josh Palmer show. I've got Justin Herbert, uh, so uh, you know what I mean. So I mean, it really the better Josh Palmer does is the better Justin Herbert does. So it kind of mitigates the amount of damage that Josh Palmer can do to me, unless they're going to do you know ends arounds and double reverses and. and I mean, I kind of get it. You know, Adam Thielen against New England defense, like you already had brought up, but. Yeah. And Adam Thielen honestly had, like, two great years. And then in between, like, him being a number one for one year, them getting, you know, Stefan Diggs, him going back to being a number two, then Justin Jefferson showing up. Like, it just sucks for Adam Thielen because you're a great receiver, but you'll always be number two to these guys. You know what, though? If I'm Adam Thielen, just a quick background on Adam Thielen, he was like a dentist supply salesperson. So, like, if I'm Adam Thielen, my life is actually pretty good, even if I'm still always going to be the number two. I'm a relatively solidly producing number two who was a dentist, dentistry supply salesperson. Yeah, no, my life is pretty fucking solid. <laughs> Holy shit. I know we're talking fantasy, but Chrissy just messaged me because we were watching the Gamecocks-Clemson game, and it was playing, follow breaking down the tape. James was and is on live following that game with his wife, Megan, and it just came out. Gamecock pulled out the W! Oh, boy. James is going to be in the glide chat for all of eternity in all caps now. He's gonna right be going there, we crazy. took out Tennessee top five team and Clemson sucked 
the nuts. Wow, I guess I guess the cocks are good. Cock is good, apparently. Oh, cock is um, good. <laughs> but no, I've got me in this matchup. I, 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 you know, with a great start that I've had with my two top receivers, um, you know, hopefully it, uh, it can, and on cue, there's, there's James in the chat. Um, yeah. definitely want to, uh, gonna take me in this one. I'm a hundred percent taking you on this one because I need blacklisted <sighs> to lose so that because there's no head to head in this, I can fucking bump ahead of him. I got um, you. I'll so play the role. I'm going to take out monkey. So I'm going to fucking, I need blacklisted to lose. So I need this, I need this W from your side. I got you. Uh, next up, we got Team B Champs uh, versus Nick Greendale, human being. B Champs is projected to win 127.8 to 117.52. Um, B Champs does already have 44.3 points on the board. Um, this is kind of another important matchup because it could be a huge shakeup if Nick does pull out this win. Um, like I said, B-Champs already has 44.3 on the board. He has Tony Pollard, 8.1 underperformed against the Giants, but the Giants are pretty um, stout. They're, they're pre- I wouldn't say stout, but they're pretty solid up front. Right. They're pretty solid up front. Um, and then Ramon Stevenson, again, sh- sh- you know, last week didn't produce too much. Gave him a solid 15 or what so, 20.2. This week, 11 from Gano, 5 from the Cowboys defense. He did leave um, Williams on the bench, 10.6. And Daniel Joyce, 14.5. I think it was a smart move, uh, not Jones, but to put in uh, Tua. The only thing that sucks for Nick is that he did get a zero spot from Smith, the tight end from New England. So he's down one player right there. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. Having having John o. Smith put up a zero spot off the rip is is not great news. But on the flip side, Team B champs having 44 points over four players is not great either. Um, so, and I just uh, came across my ticket here that the Buccaneers have ruled out Leonard Fournette for Sunday's game. And Nick has uh, Rashad White as a starting running back. So that should hopefully boost his value. Um, with all that said, give me give me Nick in, in this matchup. Mm. I'm going to stick with B-Champs. I think B-Champs is going to take this. It would be nice if B-Champs took the L because it would still con- like it would still shake up all the standings. But I'm going to stick with B-Champs in this one. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. And I have somebody who wants to make a guest announcement. Um, I can't have you. He wants to announce the score for the Gamecocks Clemson. It was 31-30. I can't can't have somebody show their face, but who do you think is going to win? Do you think B-Champs or Nick is going to win? The B-Champs. You think B-Champs is going to win? All right, so we got – what did you say? Did you say Nick or or (laughs) B-Champs? I said B champs. All right, so we got two B champs, one Nick. Who we got next? Next up, we got Marcus, Captain Cook. Ricky is Rick versus Baby God Dak. X gonna give it to you. Uh, Baby God Dak is on a four-game losing streak. She's three and eight. She is the reigning champ. This is a bad year. Usually, everyone who's ha- was the champion doesn't have the greatest year after. Super Bowl hangovers are real here. Um, well, almost Super Bowl hangovers. But she is projected to win this game. 128.59 over 110.99 over the 6-5 and five cap and cook. Um, they both have plenty of points on the board right now. Uh, Baby God Dak has 39.64 points on the board. While Ricky is Rick has 35.80 points on the board. Baby God Dak has Dak Prescott 16.84 points. 3.7 points from uh, Knox, 19.1 points from Schultz. Great fucking play out from Schultz. Only four receptions, but two touchdowns. And her bench has yet to be played, but she's hurting on the bench. Yeah, it's always interesting when you see somebody go two tight ends, uh, you know, in, in fantasy football. Um, obviously, Schultz is the better tight end and could have been in the main tight end spot, but she doesn't. She has Henderson, who's on Jacksonville, but isn't going to start this week. You know, Eno Benjamin, who's on Houston, but probably isn't going to get anything. And then Randall Cobb against Philly, who who hasn't done garbage. 
you know, so she's it's she's got a tough, tough slate ahead of her. Now, on the flip side, like you said, uh, Marcus has thirty five point eight points. He's had Dalvin Cook uh, underproduce at nine point six already. Saquon about what you'd expect at fifteen point two. Tyler Bass at nine and then the Patriots defense underproducing at two. So, I mean, Christie's got more points with less players and that's going to work out well for her. Um, I mean, two of Marcus's top guys have already played in Dalvin Cook and Saquon Barkley and aren't pushing him as ahead as he needs to be. Um, so with that being said, I, I got Christie in this one. 100%. I got Christie in this one as well. For the same reason I picked my picks for the last one. Marcus is six and five. He's ahead of me. The head heads <laughs> don't count right now. I need him to lose. I'm taking my baby. She gonna put him down for me real quick. Christy just took an L last week. To me, she gonna bounce back against Marcus. There's Sorry, no way she can lose twice in a row to men in your I wedding the, party. I need the playoff spot. I need the playoff <laughs> spot. Find your own way in. <laughs> uh and, and <laughs> Last but not least, we got Debo Don't Hurt Me, MJ Go, 8-3, one-game losing streak, though, versus Q&A, 6-5, two-game losing streak. Um, both have points on the board. MJ Go has 15.3 points on the board right now, while QA has 57.92 points. Uh, Debo right now uh, still has Hurts to play, McCaffrey to play, Walker to play, Brown to play. Those are huge names right there. Huge names uh-huh. for four points. Respectable 15.3 points from Hawkinson. And that was all her points right there. So she still has her entire team. Debo, Eagles defense, Butker, King Lizard, uh, A.J. Brown, Walker, McCaffrey, and Hurts. They all still need to play. On her bench, she has Foreman, Deontay Johnson. Folk did get 15 points, and it'll be weird and fucking karma if Butker gives up two points, and it's just flip-flop week for these motherfuckers. I would just stop starting kickers if I were her. If that were the case, I'd be like, fuck it. I'm not playing a kicker anymore. This is bullshit. Um, and then on QA side, he said 57.92 points. Yeah, he's got Josh Allen already given a hell of a game against Detroit with damn near 31 points. Uh, C.D. Lamb given okay, 17.7. Darius Slayton again, okay, 19.3. The interesting thing here is that he does have his tight end slot open. Uh, on his bench, he does have Zach Ertz as a tight end, but Ertz is out. Um, and then he has Jamar Chase on IR, which, again, we were debating you know, before about whether he will or won't start this week. So that'll be interesting for him. Um, definitely needs to plug a tight end in or he doesn't have a shot on God's green earth. I'm not um, even going to lie. I look at the waiver wire for tight ends. I mean, you got Logan Thomas, not bad against Atlanta. You got Dolchik against Carolina. That's not a bad pickup. Yeah, not you at all. Komet versus the New York Jets. If there's anything they're going to do is check down to their tight end against the Jets defense. Especially if it's, I don't even know who the backup quarterback, or yeah, backup quarterback is there. Um, especially if it's a backup playing, then yeah, check downs going to be great for Cole Komet. No, I mean, there's, and look, if you really want to fucking take a flyer here, there's always Taysom Hill against San Fran. I'm not saying Hill is going to, I mean, look, Hill's either going to get you like one point or he's going to get you 100 points. He is a boomer bust, but if you're in a position where you want to make, you know, right now you've got zero points because you're not starting a tight end. So if you really want to Cade Otten, you know, with with uh, uh, Tampa Bay has proven to be pretty solid. Will Disley. There's a handful like, of tight ends. And like you said, Josh Allen and C.D. Lamb are his two heavy hitters, and they've already played. Yeah. And, I mean, C.D. gave you an okay game, and Josh Allen did give you damn near 31, so that's a great start. Um, but right now, I'll take MJ in this one. I <sighs> – Look, I'm not going to catch MJ, but I can at least catch QA. So give me MJ in this. I'm also another matchup where I'm six and five and I got the head to head, but points fourth. So I'm taking MJ again. I'm doing this, bro. <laughs> I'm putting the juju on. I, MJ is projected to win 148.72 to 124.27. Um, I'm taking MJ in this one. She's going to go back on her hot streak. She's probably going to be one of the top two teams in the league. Um, I'm just hoping to disrupt my division because I want that buy. Monkey's in the buy, but I want that buy. So I hope I'm you disrupt your division disrupt, too. I'm trying to disrupt that division right there. 
I'm like the 2015 Jets, right? Like, I'm just trying to play a spoiler at this point. I can make the playoffs, but it's a stretch. I need to win out, and a very specific set of circumstances need to happen for me to make the playoffs. But if I can at least play a spoiler and piss people off, then, hey, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. I'm not going to I'm not gonna turn that down. And that's all we got for this great uh, Thanksgiving edition of uh, The Degenerates. Stop gobble, bitches.